Hey, ladies. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Our heart is what makes us powerful. But did you know that more than 50% of black women over the age of 25 have high blood pressure? One out of every two black women has this silent killer. And nearly 80% of black adults who have high blood pressure don't have it under control. Your heart helped you become the woman you are today. It's time to focus on our heart health. It's the end of the year, and 2024 is right around the corner. I'm asking you to join me in getting 100,000 women to join the Heart Health Squad and take care of our heart health in 2024. Let's do this. It's time for self-care to be about your heart health. Log on to www.releasethepressure.org and prioritize your heart health. Let's release the pressure in 2024 and do this together. That's www.releasethepressure.org. Log on to www.releasethepressure.org and prioritize your heart health. Meet Bob. Hey, Bob. He's a four-time tire rotation champion. When he was a baby, his first words were automatic transmission fluid. Bob's so cool, he has engine coolant running through his veins. And then there's Kyle, also known as Premium Unleaded. Legend has it that Kyle can change your oil with his toes. And that he can tell your tire's air pressure just by how you're walking. He's Bob. He's Kyle. And every Saturday morning, they morph together to form the greatest superhero known to man, Mr. Mechanic. Check engine lights don't stand a chance. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show on 1110 KFAB. Great Saturday morning to you. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show. Uh, 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. Get in early so we can answer your questions. Uh, We had a couple off air last week, so we want to get to them all. So uh, get that courage up. Give us a call and uh, see if we can answer your question, get you back on the road, or whatever general question you might have. So we are Buchanan Service Centers. Uh, We are 50th and Dodge, 80th and Dodge. Guaranteed brakes, 49th Avenue and Dodge. We're right up and down Dodge. So uh, let's get those squeaky brakes, you know, Windshield wipers, I've seen many cars this week that uh, we turn on the windshield wipers because it's raining a little bit, and uh, we're streaking all over the place. Nobody thinks about windshield wipers until it's raining. They are just the loneliest piece of uh, equipment on the car, aren't they? Yeah. They just sit there. You buy new ones. They sit there. They use them because windshield wipers fall into two camps in, in all the years I've been doing it. Either you want a clean windshield, and you can't stand it if it's dirty, and I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need that to be clean. I want to see everything. Don't like streaks or anything. Or um, you don't change them until such time as they're scraping the window. Yeah, and there's a guy. So The credit card club that just <laughs> takes a credit card and cleans a little spot on their window. Yeah, those are the guys with bad wiper blades. Most people are in those two camps. And, uh, you know, you don't want to put a new windshield on. I mean, I, I've seen you've seen windshields. I've seen windshields. It's got the big gouge in them because oh, it's yeah. going back and forth. Just riding and, on the metal. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you need your windshield wipers, stop in. We stock them all. We can all the sizes. We can get that done pretty quickly. So, next to me, as always, every week is Kyle. Thanks, Kyle, for coming in. We made it. We made it. You know, I, I noticed an article I was reading here just a little bit, and I you know try to find some fun articles here. Um, oops, I don't know what the heck that noise was. The slowest depreciating cars out there. And Kyle, you're going to be in one of these. So the Ford uh, Falcon on there? The Ford Falcon, uh, yeah, that almost made the list. Not really. No, didn't even make the list at all. Sorry. <laughs> the slowest depreciating car um, at 9% off of, and this is all uh, manufacturer's retail price. Okay. Porsche 911. 
And then after that, uh, 18% off of um, MSRP is the uh, 718 Porsche Cayman. So mm. we, we both know Porsches and Ferraris, though, that they, they hold their value. No kidding. Yeah, and the interesting part about that one, that, that when I look at this, the third one doesn't surprise me because they build a great product. They, all of their line is a great product, is a Toyota Tacoma. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. One that did surprise me a little bit, but not so much because there's such a cult following, is the Jeep Wrangler. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not, it's, it's, has this. I don't know that any car has the following that Jeep has. No, no. Other than the Ford Falcon. Yeah. And it has its fair share of things that are broke on those cars, on the Jeep Wranglers. For they've sure. gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, I you will need say to. They've gotten a lot, whole lot better. If you have a group that's going to follow you, that they, they, ex- they expect and demand quality. And if it's not there, it's they're going to find something else. And other manufacturers have tried it. I don't know if I believe it. There's Land Rover followings out there. Ah, uh, you're <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> that there thing's is. always broke. You turn the key, it's broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking. You can hear it breaking. Then you know, like the tree snapping in a in a snowstorm. Oh, yeah. You can hear it breaking in, in the driveway. Here's some ones that doesn't make that doesn't uh, doesn't surprise me at all. Honda Civic at twenty two percent. The Toyota BRZ, uh, excuse me, Subaru BRZ. Mm, which that's is kind of their race car thing. Though. It is, and that BRZ, if, if most people don't know, but we know, is a joint venture between uh, Subaru and Toyota. Yeah. It's got a Toyota body and a Subaru motor. Mm-hmm. Chevy Camaro, that's an expri- a surprising one. Another Toyota, another Subaru, and a Toyota Corolla at the end. The Camaro was really a surprise to me because I've never been a Camaro guy. I guess maybe it's just me, but all I, I remember growing up you know, in the 90s and late 80s, uh, and they were just plastic, and they were just. What a rattle trap. Oh they were my. great when they the were The doors new. were two miles long, and every one of them rattled, and you'd have to pick it up to shut the door. And They they, they had hinges on them that, that should have supported about 24 pounds, and they put about a 190-pound door on Fiberglass it. Fiberglass door. Oh, yeah. They were such a rattle trap. And, uh, oh, my gosh. You couldn't turn the radio up loud enough after no. about 10 years to, to be able to... <laughs> to be able to get one of those. And I don't know that the new ones are any better. Like, I was... It seems like the quality has. We just had one in the in the uh, shop the other day, and uh, it you know it, it had a typical cam lobe worn off of the camshaft, and and it was misfiring on number two, mm-hmm. and which requires the engine to be tore down or probably replaced because where'd that metal go? Where did that cam lobe off that cam all that metal go? It went straight down to the bottom of the oil pan, stuck to the magnet on the drain plug. Oh. It's, you know, the size of a pocket screwdriver. Listen to you. Before <laughs> that's it, exactly where it went, Bob. Well, that's before it got circulated through all the bearings and, well, and yeah, the engine and, and everything else. Metal. And probably caused some scoring of the pistons and everything else. And it blah, just blah, blah, cleaned blah, blah. that up. It's like sandblasting the inside of your engine. It just cleans all the Listen sludge off, doesn't it? No, no. Doesn't it? No. <laughs> no. Putting sawdust in your engine and sand, and it doesn't clean up the inside. Mm. Anyway, he was probably going to turn into getting a different engine or, you know, maybe putting a different cam and lifters in it and cross your fingers and hope that nothing else goes wrong. But anyway. You pull out the old hot rod card, it's time for an upgrade. (laughs) Get online and we'll find the cheapest cam that's highest rated. (laughs) Biggest, you know, know, all all the numbers, the highest lift and duration. And And I want a rough idle. (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, I think I'm I'm past that rough idle stage. I, I want it to be nice and smooth, and I, I don't want to hear my car. I want it to be more of a sleeper. You know, you just have a little old putz around grandma car that uh, does ten fives and a quarter mile. That's really what I would like to have. So, hmm. yeah, let's go to uh, we're gonna go over to Gordon. Gordon, uh, what's got just a question? Gordon, what's going on today? Yeah, I'm looking for a pickup truck used. I don't need a new one or anything. I'm not going to use it every day, but I need to to tow and haul stuff. What would you? And I want a four wheel drive because I, I need that for hunting and stuff. So a four door, um, probably a full size. What would you recommend? Chevy fifteen hundred. Yeah, they seem to be the most popular in the state of Nebraska. Um, but I guess it. So are you looking for like fifteen hundred, or you're towing something bigger like a twenty five hundred or a diesel? No, I don't need a diesel. It's 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 only about it's it's a boat. It's only about three thousand pounds with the trailer, so it's not yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of trucks out there that that. Oh, you know, Kyle and I are both Chevrolet fans. You know, they just is. If you're gonna go. You're going to go to a Ford, depending on the years. So you got to be particular of what your price range is, and you got to be particular of, of what the years are that you're going in for each model. Okay. Uh, for example, Dodge had problems with Hemi's on Eaton lifters on certain years. Ford had mm-hmm. problems with uh, their timing chains, timing chains, coils, coils, uh, spark plugs, blah 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 blah. And Chevrolet had problems with lifters and and certain transmission problems so it kind of depends on which year you're heading towards you, you have any idea there oh um you know i i kind of like the idea of the aluminum body on the on the ford mm-hmm. but i think that started what about 15 or so so probably about eight eight years ago or so were those halfway decent or what uh, i would probably the 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 v6 twin turbos are got great power but they've also got a, a lot of expensive things to fix the V8 seems to be much more of a durable. They've got uh, other five thi- liter. Yep. Yep. Their five liters is a great motor. Uh, hardly has any problems. Other some coolant issues, water pumps, and hose issues. Uh, no big deal. But no big deal. Uh, there. Uh, Chevrolets. You know they don't really have a, other than some of their engine problems that they've had in the past. Uh, don't really have a great deal. Some transmission problems here uh, and there, depending on the transmission. I mean, yeah. it seemed like that was a really kind of narrow window, and I think we've gotten through that to where most of those are fixed with that last TSB they put. Out. I think ten speeds are good. Eight speeds had a problems, and we're talking just Chevrolet. You know, mm-hmm. ten speeds were good. Uh, six you go speed. way back. I mean, that 4L60E was a durable transmission. Yeah, the four speeds were good. The six speeds were good. Uh, eight speeds, they had a lot of problems yeah. trying to get them to shift right. So I, I completely avoided the the eights, the eight speeds. So um, that's kind of our recommendation. If you go into, you, you can't really go wrong with a, a Toyota Tacoma. You know, if you if you're not a Tacoma, but a Tundra. Tundra. Those are great trucks. Durable trucks last for a long time. And don't really. Have yeah, they're really proud of those, though. They are, they are. But you know, every all the stuff that we just spoke about, all the problems that you have, they don't have it. They don't have it. So okay. you have maintenance to look forward to in that vehicle. Yep, not so, surprises. And and this is just what we see. I mean, obviously we're Chevrolet fans. I just kind of said that. But if we're going to go by what we see on a daily basis, um, that's going to probably be our choice because. You just don't have the problems with those. But they're proud, so you either pay the bank or pay me. I guess yeah. that's your choice. Yeah. 
Good point. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate the call. All right. We're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. We'll be back in a minute. The problem is all inside your tire, he said to me. The answer is easy if you simply stop the leak. Listen closely and you'll hear the air squeak. There must be 50 ways to change your tire. 50 ways to change your tire. You gotta get out the jack, Zach. Watch out for the rim, Jim. You don't need to be quick, slick. Just get the job done. Tighten up those bolts cold. It don't cost too much, Gus. Then give a good kick, Mick. And the job is done. My name is Jedediah. KFAB is brought to you by Buchanan Service Center. Visit us online at BuchananService.com. Listen to News Radio 1110 KFAB anywhere, anytime on your free iHeartRadio app. All your music, radio, and podcasts. Okay, we are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558 1110 is the numbers to get in. Got a full banker, got, got open lines for you, so give us a call. We'll see what we can do. You know, here's an interesting article I find. Kyle, there was a, uh, and, and everything turned out okay. Just, just we're going to start off with that. Everybody in this particular story is okay. All right, let's all take a breath. We had a 12 year old somewhere in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, steal one of those construction cranes. You know, the little four wheelers where you, you know, forklift takes it up and, you know, puts, puts two by fours on the second story of house building. I'm listening. Uh, he went 14 miles and uh, mowed over six signs and 10 parked vehicles before they, in an hour and a half trip. Boy, you would have thought that would have got boring and just, you know, <laughs> half an hour or so. And then Jeez. before they. Or if I got that opportunity when I was 12, geez, <laughs> what would have happened? What would have happened? What would have <laughs> happened? We'd be living in a different world, people. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for 14 miles, that's quite a bit for, you know, usually. That's a jaunt. For one of those things that probably goes a mile and a half, and that's probably why it took 14, an hour yeah. and a half. But uh, he needs a little more practice. Six signs and 10 park vehicles is uh, a little high, and uh, nobody got hurt. So You know, depending on the... Where he was at in Ann Arbor, I mean, he might have, that might not be that bad. Yeah. If he was downtown, <laughs> don't know. that's well, pretty good. I guess the moral of the story is don't leave the keys in the construction vehicles unless you lock them up. Yeah. So, but anyway, everybody was fine. Yeah, it panned out. Yep, panned out. All right, we're going to head over to John. John's got a 2015 Dodge Ram. John, what's up? Yeah, I have a, a 2016 Ram 1500 5.7. Eight speed. It's got about fifty thousand miles on it. I'm the original owner, and I've really never towed anything other than a lawnmower, maybe once a year. Um, <clears throat> my question is: I've heard different stories. Should I have that transmission serviced? Or I've not had any trouble with it, or should I just let you know leave well enough alone? Maintenance, maintenance, Ma- maintenance. So you said fifty thousand miles you got on it? 
50,000 yeah. original miles, yeah. I'm, I, I I'm the think, original owner. Yep, yeah, I would. It's about that time. You're coming up on you know, usually rule of thumb, and it's a kind of a loose rule of thumb. It's not a hard, fast rule, but you're probably right about 60,000 miles to service mm-hmm. it. So let's. you've had no issues. Um, if the fluid looks good and you haven't really towed it, it's just running the weight of the vehicle. It hasn't worked too hard at all. Um, it's time to service it. Let's, t- let's get the old transmission fluid out and get new transmission fluid in. Um, you can do it one of two ways by doing a, you know, a flush on it, which gets all the old out and all the new in, um, you can drop the, the pan and, and put fluid filter and gasket in it. That only gets about half of it out. Um, if you've ha- not had an issue, um, you know, maybe just service a, the, all the fluid and exchange it completely. So let's not wait any longer. That way you don't have to worry about problems. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that a, a, a more expensive service than normal uh, on that one, or is that just like all the rest of them? You'll probably spend a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, probably. Any more, the, flu- the labor is the labor, no matter what you're going to do to change it. The fluid is really what's changed anymore on all these cars. Um, it, you know, it used to have just normal fluid that was $3 a quart. Now you right. have, now everything's synthetic based or CBT transmission or you know it's it's now it's eleven to thirty five dollars a quart. You Some know? of this stuff is outrageous. You would think it, yeah, fluids fluid, but it's it's not anymore. It, it it's not. So yeah, I think your fair range is probably going to be in the couple two to maybe two and a half range, uh, and that's going to also depend on how much fluid you run through it. So. Uh, we a lot of times go with a like a 10 or 12 quart flush, which means that we're taking uh, 12 quarts and we're flushing out right through all your transmission with 12 new quarts of transmission fluid. So that's taken out. And it depends on your capacity. So some take 8, some 10, some 12, some 14. So that's why I give you a little bit of a vary on, on price as to what it is. But it's got oh, okay. to be full when you're done. Otherwise... Uh, this something you think about tackling yourself no no not yeah. at all no yeah. and and that was my next question you guys do that at your service centers yep either one could do that all th- all three places yeah. do it no problem and and you would recommend a flush rather than just drop the pan and drain it out i probably would at this point and then the next round that you come up with on you know sixty thousand miles if you still have it then uh we drop the pan put a filter gasket check for debris in the bottom of the pan um, if you were having some issues, we would reverse this role. We would drop the pan first to see what kind of um, what's in the bottom. What's in the bottom? Gravity takes effect, and anything that's falling off on the inside of the transmission is going to hit the bottom of the pan on the inside. So, if you had problems, we would reverse this role. Since you're not having problems and no issues, then that's why we're going this way. But at the yeah, at okay. the at the hundred thousand mile mark or hundred twenty, you know, let's pull the pan. Let's let's see what's in it. You know, if it's nice and clean. Okay. And, we put it back up and keep following the maintenance and and uh, run it for as long as we can. Sounds good. I really appreciate your help. Thank you, you very much. You bet. Appreciate the call. All right. Yeah, you know why we're talking about that? Some, uh, you know, there's CBT transmissions. That's constant mm-hmm. velocity transmission. That's kind of like um, snowmobiles. If anybody's ever ridden a snowmobile or something like that. where It kinda, doesn't shift. It doesn't shift. It just it constantly finds the proper power band to make you go forward. So Have you ever seen the exploded view of those working? I have. 
it's kind of cool. It is. It's amazing they can get a chain to do that on the inside mm-hmm. of there and make that work. Um, they're complicated. You don't really overhaul those. Um, you just buy new ones. I'm waiting on one to come in where that thing's toast and I can pull it out and take it apart. Yeah. They're just... And unfortunately, those... And, and this is all in the pursuit of better mileage. This is why this transmission is out. It's all in the pursuit of better mileage. But... Um, and I think we have a car down at one of the stations we're sending to a salvage yard because the transmission went out of a Nissan Versa. And the price to put that transmission in, it far exceeds the, the what that car is worth. Grand? Yeah, what that car is worth. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in a six maybe. six. To, but it's a, it's a Versa, and it's, had some, it's got 100-plus-odd thousand miles on it. And the value of it's not that. So yeah. it's uh, now it goes to the salvage yard just because the, the transmission's out of it, which is terrible or sad or shouldn't be that Unfortunate. way. Unfortunate. It was never that way before, you know. No. But I mean, that, that comes to the parts are so expensive in order to replace what's in there for the pursuit of another tenth of a mile a gallon that, um, but, you know, if you put that expensive stuff in there, it keeps buying somebody, you got to buy a new car. Mm-hmm. And somebody buys another used car. There's another new car sold. So it's just planned obsolescence. How's that? Goodness, we just don't notice it. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break on the Mister Mechanic Show. Five five eight eleven ten. The numbers to get in. We got a, uh, some open lines for you. We'll be back in a minute. The Mr. Mechanic Show is powered by Buchanan Service Center, 79th and Dodge and 50th and Dodge in Omaha. Okay, we are back in the Mr. Mechanic Show on this kind of drizzly day out there. Wiper blades are working. Still nice, though. 40 yeah. some odd degrees. Who thought that's going to be for December? Not the day to be working in the driveway, though. No, no. You need a snowsuit. Otherwise, you're going to be wet. Yeah. There's is nothing worse than crawling underneath the car and being wet on Been a cold there. day. Yeah, haven't we all? Every all right. wet, cold day, you can count on me being wet underneath a car. <laughs> Pretty much. And we're doing a lot of tire repairs today because it rained. Yeah. Rain brings out the tire repairs, washes out all the curbs and uh, the gutters and comes across the road, and here we're doing tire repairs. That's just kind of what happens on every well, probably a week after it rains. So mm-hmm. everybody's surprised when I tell them that. And that's just what we've seen over the years. And that's just what happens. It's what happened today. So, all right, we're going to head over to Ashley. Ashley's got an 08 Jeep Wrangler. Ashley, what's going on? I called you a couple weeks ago about this. It had the misfire. And I took it home and was going to try and find the misfire. And the coil was cracked right in half, right off the bat. Oh, that'll do it. That's we all? put a coil on there, new plugs, new wires, started up, still the mess. Went yeah. ahead and traced the wires back there to the computer, and they're all doing their blinking thing with the tests. So I assume it's the computer again, but what's odd is this exact same thing happened a year ago on the same two cylinders. Hmm. Am I missing something here? Do I have a short? Or? Well, your coil was cracked, right? Was it cracked this time like it was. A- the last- this time it was cracked. The last time it looked good, but I replaced it anyway. So, now, I mean, does, it's only a year old. Does it look like it got hot and cracked? Or does it look like it just, Maybe. something might have hit it? it? No, it was probably getting hot. 
So the question sounds like the driver's sticking on. Yeah, that's that's what that's what Kyle's getting to is that uh, sometimes these coils will just go bad and you got a small crack in them. The the electricity leaks out and heads straight to the easiest path to ground, and when it does that, it causes a misfire. Um, or they kind of melt down a little bit more internally, and when they do, they kind of back up the line, uh, kind of like a you know, and burns the fuse, so to speak, and the fuse or, or the driver is inside the computer. Um, do you have, and, and so it's, it's still misfiring, correct? Well, I took the computer in to get it fixed again. I haven't got it back yet. Okay. Got it. Time, but. Got it. And that certainly can happen. It can just kind of go back up the wires. And when it, it, uh, it creates a problem or has been misfiring for a while and doesn't have to be misfiring for a while, it can go back up and, and hit that particular driver and cause the computer because every coil has a driver that goes in from inside the computer that drives that particular coil. So yeah, is there is there any shorter anything that I should be looking for for it to be the same one within a year? Mm, I would doubt it because a short would just cut it off right away. When a driver exactly. goes bad, it's going to apply that coil constantly. That's why they get hot and they crack. A yeah. short in any sense is going to take down your field, and you'll just be done. I, You're not going to build heat off of it. And and they the, those coils. They, even though they do it so super fast that you can't tell, they they the the field builds up, snaps, and then and it goes down. Mm-hmm. Then builds up, snaps, yep. and goes down. And you would, but if it just stays stuck on all the time, then that's where it kind of heats up. Yeah. So, believe it or not, that little in between microsecond is actually cooling it down. You wouldn't think that it would. Yeah, that it that's your dwell. That's your dwell. But. Everything on the inside of the computer is, is you got a power running to the computer, and everything is is triggered off the ground. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. So when you have a, a power going to your coil and injector, that's power all the time, and it's triggered by the the ground side of it. Why why do they do that? Well, the ground is easier to control in the computer than having a bunch of hot wires. It's not as dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Now, you, back in the days, we had ignition. We had points. And they would open and shut. Well, they burned up yep. because they have power going to them all the time. Yeah. The you break on the ground side, you don't get that. Yeah, you don't have the arcing and the computer problems that you have on that side. So, right. so are you getting a used computer, new computer? Or what What are you doing? I just I sent it in, and they redid it last time. And I sent it in, and they said they take care of it under warranty. So I haven't heard anything. So hopefully I don't get a bill. <laughs> there you go. And, and that's on uh, what through the dealership, or that's through a an online service? Uh, yeah, one of the online ones. I don't remember the name. Okay. 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 And you know we've had luck with doing that, and we've also had bad luck doing that. So uh, we've had to send a couple of back, uh, doing the online thing. So, uh, sounds like you got a good company if they're offering warranty. Yeah. Agree. I think you're in good shape. I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, we'll hope it lasts more than a year this time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Appreciate the call. You bet. Thanks. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, and that was really common to have that thing happen in what the Mazdas Ford had that problem um Fords and Lincolns they would literally melt coils into the cylinder head yeah yeah I remember and it It looks like it exploded yeah like the first time I saw it I took the screw out and I went to go lift the coil out I was like uh they must have changed something and you start prying on something breaks you're like oh god well we better get a coil coming then you get this thing out and yeah, it looked like it exploded inside the cylinder. And most of those cars yeah. are, are kind of off and gone now. They've refixed the 
they fixed the problem. They're, they're still out there running around. Um, and it was kind of an expensive repair because you had to have the computer. You had to have all the coils and the computer. Yeah. And, 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 and half the coils were hidden, so they weren't any fun to get to. Yeah. And it was a $2,000, $2,500 repair. So, but most, I think we've aged out of a lot of those. Now, those are clear down in the secondary market or have been mostly fixed. So, but Ford and Lincoln kind of solved that problem after a period of time. But isn't that wild? You know, we have these things and we learn from it and we get something better and then we something better. And, and then gosh. we, and then all of a sudden we're gonna, we, we're going to try something new. And then 10 years later, it seems like we take a left turn and go back into where we were 10 years ago with something else. And it's like, uh, that guy must have retired, uh, that, that engineer. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> it's, it can be frustrating. Next thing, they'll be pitching carburetors at us again. Oh. <laughs> oh, can you Kyle. Yeah. What are you doing? We don't, no, we're not going to go into So let's, let's go back over. We'll finish this other. Uh, what is the fastest depreciating cars we, we did kind of the, the the slowest depreciating cars and we, we none of those were kind of a surprise other than the uh other than the jeep i guess in the camaro i'd have to say smart cars probably up there uh Most no I, are a I dime a dozen yeah but they don't maserati takes a list uh one of the maserati 65 percent off of uh, msrp hmm. what's what's next after that uh seven series bmw Another Maserati, another BMW, Cadillac Escalade, sixty percent off of SMRP. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. These aren't cars that I would ever recommend to another human being. <laughs> you <laughs> know that I'm going to have to deal with, and that has my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another BMW. That's the, what is that? Three. Um, Infinity. Um, you know, a, a high, and these are all high, very end, high end cars. So another Maserati. Another Jaguar and uh, an Audi A7. So you literally just listed off all my least favorite cars to work on. <laughs> Don't see many Maseratis much anymore. I used to see a few of them. But no, just, there's no Maserati dealership around here to to work on. No, they just I, closed. And you know, I am surprised surprised to see that there's not a, a single Volkswagen or Audi. A rover. I was thinking rover. Yeah, There's a Jaguar too. in there because Jaguar and rover and uh, Mini BMW, are all kind of yeah. in that in that ballpark. But uh, I didn't see any rover in there. And uh, that's and because of the fan club. That could be because of the fan club. Very nice cars. I mean, yeah. the, the, the the new Range Rovers are just super uh, as far as the styling and the interior and everything else. But when it comes to wanting to fix it, ouch! I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I tell you what. All right. We're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. The world continues to spin over the weekend. We'll be here to cover all of it. And onward to Christmas. KFAB's Morning News Monday. We are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. Taking calls all day long, fixing cars. Uh, we are Buchanan Service Centers, 50th of Dodge, 80th and Dodge. Guaranteed breaks, 49th Avenue and Dodge. Stop in and see us. We'll get you back on the road today, early next week, whatever you want to get done. All right, we're going to head over to uh, Brian. Brian's got a vehicle dis- vehicle question. Brian, what's up? Oh, hold on. Comments based on uh, depreciation and reliability of vehicles. So. Uh- 
five years ago, I bought a 2009 Toyota Yaris. It had 85,000 miles on it. I'm up to 150,000 right now, and this thing drives like a like a charm. Like I'm driving all over town. I'm in a 15 year old vehicle that I've never had any real issues with, aside from you know, replacing tires and brakes and all that you know, you know, your normal wear and tear type of stuff. Mm-hmm. In July, we went and bought my wife. Uh, 2023 Jeep Compass, um, a brand-new vehicle who let her drive around in style. But since then, we've had two mandatory computer recalls that we've had to take it back for. And then last week, she was driving around town, and it an engine light came on, and it said that uh, transmission service was required. And so we took it back out there, and it was another computer failure. And the thing only has 4,000 miles on it, so it was covered by warranty. But it's just a, just a comment on, you know, my 15-year-old car, I'm driving around. I don't want to jinx it. You know, I, yeah. I talk to her really nicely every day. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just the, the reliability and... Uh, of different models of vehicles and it, you know, what we've had to go through. We've been at, back to the dealer three times already since July for computer problems in my wife's new car. Yeah, and it gets, so that's, it gets frustrating. Just a comment, you know? Yeah. Like, well, you know, we have a customer that, that comes in all the time, and he has a Toyota Yaris, and he has stickers from every um, national park in the country. And he's got exactly. he's got 180,000 miles on this car, and, and he doesn't do much anything other than the basics. Just like you said, he just drives it and drives it and drives it and just... It lasts forever. so he funny yeah. you say that. Yeah. No, last year, last fall, we went down to the uh, fall NASCAR race down in Kansas City. Her previous vehicle wouldn't make it, so we hopped in the Yaris, drove it down to Kansas City, hitting highway <laughs> speeds. Didn't have any problems at all, and we get the get a brand new car. We we've had to go back to the dealer three times already. <laughs> yeah, so, and that's no fun. That's just uh, it takes all the fun out of buying a new car, don't it? It sure does. It sure does. So now I really appreciate what you guys do. The talk on depreciation is um, really important, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, bless my my Yaris to go keep me going another hundred thousand. Well, at least so. you, at least you got one good car in the family. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you're right. You're I, right. But no, thank you guys for you everything. Bet. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the call. All right, we're going to head over to Dick. Dick's got a uh, E320 Mercedes. Dick, what's going on? Hi, I've got an a E320 Mercedes diesel. It's a 2009. Um, the car is absolutely perfect, except the catalytic converter is full, and it just uh, uh, it, it's, an, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I need a new catalytic converter. I don't know where to find one. Well, uh, that's kind of a, I don't know if even to make those through the, uh, I'm going to say that's kind of a specific thing. Um, we, we're going to the dealer for it. it probably, sure. probably we, I mean, if, if it was in our, our repair garages, then we would probably have to go to the dealership only because it's such a small percentage of cars with a, you know, Mercedes that has the diesel in it and everything like that. You're probably just not going to find one. Um, you're not going to get a universal. No, you're not going to get any use universal. You're not going to get one probably through the aftermarket. And I say probably because it's not something we you know you just normally do. You'll probably end up getting it from the dealership, or somebody's going to get it from the dealership. And it you kind of maybe even want to do that because it's kind of specific 
and you don't want to have any other problems with it. What is it just plugged up, lost power? What's what's it's, the, it, yes, it's clogged up and lost power. I have 248,000 miles on it, and uh, yeah. uh, as I said, it's perfect. Yeah, except you know, for that. Yeah, in my opinion, and it's probably Kyle's too, if you've gone 248,000 miles on the original one, there'd be really no reason not to go back to another original one mm-hmm. to try to maximize your mileage on that too. I mean, you might as well. It's probably it's not going to be cheap, let me tell you that, but it's uh, at least you can go and, and get your money back out of it. That's that's probably the way you're going to go. No, the, uh, the issue is the, the dealer is going to charge me as much for the catalytic converter as the car's worth right now. I know it. I know it. I, I was just thinking that myself. <laughs> I, well, you know, and yeah, it, you, so you got a decision to make. I mean, if this car's in great shape and it's just got a bunch of miles on it, that's all it has is a bunch of miles, but everything else is good. So you got to... You know, I just had this conversation the other day. What's what's the? You go out and buy a brand new one. Uh, how much is taxes going to be on it? You know, uh, I know. I know. And so you pay eight, nine thousand dollars in taxes just to license it. You haven't made the first payment yet. <laughs> now yes. you've already caught. You got a car that you can run that long. So yeah, there's you. You got to put that down to pencil and paper, and see what your best decision is. Uh, do, do I really need the catalytic converter? Yes. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, unfortunately, you are. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You bet. Not a problem. All right. That's another end of Mister Mechanic. Uh, we got one call on the line, so we're gonna take that call off off air here real quick. Uh, you know, Kyle, they, they get expensive, and then the cars are so expensive. What do you do? Yeah. You know, you've got to weigh that how much it's gonna cost versus what it's gonna be, and the license tags, and you just got to put it down on paper and see what makes sense for you. So, you got it. All right, five five eight eleven tens. The numbers to get in early next week. I'm Bob. Kyle. We will see you next week. Come unwrap some holiday magic this season in Denver, where the lights are brighter and the shopping is grander. The shows are more spectacular. The trees taller. The festivities merrier. So come for your holiday traditions or make some new ones with your friends and family in the Mile High City, where the season feels a whole lot more wonderful. Discover great hotels and more things to do at milehighholidays.com.